0: Hey guys and ghouls!
1: You're tuned in to Broadcast from the Belfry, a brand new podcast for the marvelously Curious. We think you'll dig tonight's episode, no bones about it.
0: Yep. My name's Sanjay, (laughs) and the female voice you've heard up until now is Georgia. How you doing, George?
1: I'm really tired.
0: Yeah, that sounds right, you're always tired. (laughs) Uh, So there's two sounds you may hear tonight uh, that I would like to give a little bit of preface for. Yes, sound number one is Luna. Uh, she's actually Manhattan's chunkiest cat.
1: She is my black beauty.
0: Yeah, she is literally an oval with legs and a <laughs> tail. So if you hear, like, little jingle jangles, that's her bell. If you hear little screams, that's either ghosts, your inner demons, or Luna as well. And if you hear, like, weird pouring sounds, that's us. We are celebrating all of you beautiful people for listening to us for at least 45 minutes. And that is a lot. My parents couldn't do it. <laughs> My counselors couldn't do it, so shout out to you guys for putting up with us. Uh, we're celebrating with champagne, so let's get a little ASMR. Yeah, that was a terrible sound. Do it again. Okay.
1: You need to okay. hold it further down. You're. Yep.
0: That was better. It was still awful. It's we're going to keep all three of those in because three cheers for you all. We love you. Mazeltov, bone apple teeth. What are we talking about Hold today, up. Georgia?
1: <laughs> shout out to Marshall for making us a cool intro, because I keep listening to it, because I think it's really cool.
0: Oh yeah, uh, we got a new intro. Uh, thanks, Marshall. He's a a cool boy in Texas, so if you're ever in the state of Texas and want some neat sounds, hit him up.
1: You're the one that goes to Texas all the time.
0: So. I do. Yep. Yeehaw. Boy, howdy do I. Also, <laughs> shout out to William Feathers. Uh, He's one of the... The few people that have listened thus far, and I love him, so thanks Feathers, you're the realist.
1: We can't just shout out everybody that's listened so far. Yeah, but
0: he said that if I specifically mentioned him, he would publicize, and by that, he didn't think I would say his full name, so everyone, I know where his house is if you want to find him. Feel free. He's got kids, you can take him. (laughs) He's got pets, doesn't need them. He's got a nice couch, it's good for napping. What are we talking about today, Georgia. (laughs)
1: kidnapping apparently um we're talking about catacombs
0: like the cereal
1: is that a cereal
0: no that's honeycombs (laughs) so like (laughs) they're
1: honeycombs but they're cat shaped obviously
0: obviously how dare i not make (laughs) that connection i'm yeah i'm obviously a few ticks behind today yeah
1: clearly um i don't know what your accent sounds like because we are going uh traveling across the whole world wow but a lot of it is in Russia and Eastern Europe and the Mediterranean, so pick one.
0: Sick, dude. I already have my Adidas sweatpants on. I've got my Adidas shoes on, yes. my Adidas track jacket. I'm slav squatting. Got
1: some, like, big chains oh, on. Oh, yeah, yep. obviously. Okay.
0: The cool. biggest sunglasses. You're just
1: listening to weird techno. Yeah. Cool.
0: <laughs> I'm listening to, uh, what's that group where the lady, like, the female looks like an alien? Uh, Diane's Foot. That's it. I'm listening to, like... No idea, but dude, okay. Everyone, yeah, I'm not gonna say go listen to them. They're pretty okay though, they're weird.
1: I don't even know what word you said. So.
0: Diet and food. It's like yeah. die and word.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah,
1: okay. You ready for me to set the scene? Yeah, I guess. You're minding your own business, walking through some tunnels, and then all of a sudden you find stacks on stacks on stacks of bones. <laughs> how <What>? much <laughs> How much do you freak out
0: <laughs> a lot <laughs> like are they human bones noticeably yes, yes are they still in skeleton form
1: some of them maybe
0: and then there's just piles otherwise mm-hmm. is there some and kind they'll
1: of- be organized like here's a stack of femurs here's a stack of skulls here's a stack of that doesn't make sense i mean it depends on the catacomb yeah
0: sure it does. i read
1: about 31 different one different catacombs and mm-hmm. ossuaries and i picked seven that i'm gonna talk to you about
0: Two, two questions. One, what's an ossuary?
1: An ossuary is basically a bone house.
0: Sick name. So it's
1: most, like IHOP,
0: but for corpses. Yeah,
1: it's the International House of Skeletons. Yeah,
0: IHOPs. <laughs> IHOPs.
1: <laughs> the difference between catacombs and ossuaries is that catacombs are underground, whereas ossuaries are usually inside churches. Most of the ones I've read about are inside their own little chapels.
0: I forgot what my second question was, so I guess we're just (laughs) good to keep going. Was it,
1: what, our catacombs?
0: (laughs) No, we established. It's like honeycomb, but for cats. True. Yeah, let's just keep trucking.
1: All right, the first one we're going to talk about is... The Fontanelle Cemetery Caves.
0: It's a fancy name.
1: And that's in Naples.
0: Oh, I remember my other question now. Oh, okay. Okay, so do you know how you set all the femurs in a pile and then yeah. all the knee bones and the, you know, ankle bones? Catellas. Yeah, no, it, not, you sound like, like an idiot. Catellas, so the knee bone. if okay, you put all of those together, how big of a skeleton could we make?
1: It depends on which catacomb we're talking about.
0: Well, you know, the third one.
1: Some of them have up to 70,000 people.
0: So like eight foot tall skeleton, (laughs) maybe like 15 (laughs) foot at the most.
1: And others, you know, only have 20,000 people. So, depends.
0: Okay, so we're we're in one now. We're in the catacomb. We're in
1: the Fontanelle Cemetery Caves in Naples. These caves became a place where bodies were moved from the cemetery to make room for new burials in the medieval times. And then the plague happened in, specifically, the year noted was 1656, peop- the the church started moving all of the bodies into the caves because they were like, shit, the plague happened and we have all these dead bodies that we need to bury, so let's go. And then they just ended up putting the plague victims in the caves.
0: Yeah, they're like making gumbo, but with, you know, bones. Cool. <laughs> Gross. Yeah.
1: Not even at that point, just plague bodies, so... Gross. we're gonna talk about the plague soon and yes. i'm really excited about it you're gonna love it so much yeah at the end of the 17th century it was believed that a flood washed all of the remains into the street which is disgusting because i haven't been down there that long all these plague bodies have been down there maybe 50 years and then they're just washed into the street and then they have to all be put back
0: it's gross but also like kind of cool like, I don't know, I feel like that's a good start to a zombie apocalypse. It's like, oh, the, the, the water's got the chemicals, <laughs> It's it's got the reverse plague, oh and God. then all the bodies come alive and they're all doing synchronized dancing. You know, it's just real cool. <laughs> they're all in this together.
1: No high school musical quotes. Get out.
0: I really don't know what you have against high school musical, but...
1: So, after all the remains were returned to the caves after the flood, it became an unofficial resting place for... Poor people. They called it the Pauper Cemetery.
0: Like living poor people? Or no. like dead poor people? <laughs> just dead, checking. The dead
1: poor people. Just checking. People were buried there, especially poor people, until the cholera, e- cholera epidemic of 1837. By the mid to late 19th century, people were like, I feel bad that all these bodies are just there with no one to take care of them. They're not really identified basically a cult formed around them. Sick. And they started cataloging all of their remains. They would become their caretakers, and they would go and clean their bones and make sure that someone still... Re- even though they didn't necessarily know who they were, they were making sure that people were attending to the quote-unquote burials, that, some- that they were still remembered in a roundabout way. Yeah,
0: like we said in the... This is like a completely different region, I think. But like we said with King Tut, you know, if you're not oh, yeah. if you're not remembered, then yep. you, yeah, what are you doing?
1: Then you have no afterlife. Mm-hmm. In 1969, <laughs> the church declared the cult as a fetishist. I don't know why.
0: I mean, there's generally one reason why something becomes a <laughs> right, fetish.
1: But they're just taking care of the skulls. That's how it starts. So, all right. And then
0: they're, like, at the dinner table, and it's like, hey, corpse, you make corpse, corpse. Like, <laughs> would you like more gravy?
1: The cemetery was closed because of the church.
0: Sad. What happened to all the, all the bodies?
1: They're still there. You can go visit.
0: When you say go visit, like, I can adopt a corpse?
1: <laughs> no, you can go and enter the caves and see all of them, though. So, I mean, you could unofficially adopt one, I suppose. Yeah. As long as you didn't turn it into a fetish. Then the church would ban you. Sick. Which they probably do anyway. Yeah. Because you're an animal.
0: Yeah.
1: Alright, second one. We're skipping over to Vienna. St. Stephen's Cathedral. This is a cool fun fact. It is the tallest building in central Vienna because legally nothing is allowed to be built taller than it.
0: That's so dumb. Right? Man.
1: I mean, I kind of think it's cool, but... It's
0: cool, but in a dumb way. It's like, we're gonna progress... We're gonna make sure all these things happen, but we're gonna beat your ass if you build a building taller than this one. We will hate your guts.
1: There's only 11,000 people there.
0: Only. I have that many people in my backyard right now. They're (laughs) all living.
1: Oh, I was gonna call you John Wayne Gacy.
0: Nope, I don't get that reference. In fact.
1: He's a serial killer.
0: That makes sense.
1: I guess we'll do an episode about John Wayne Gacy, just for your benefit, because everybody else in the entire world knows who he is. (laughs) Yay! There's 11,000 people buried in the catacombs. They were removed from cemeteries during the plague, because again, they were running out of space. The catacombs were continually used until 1783, and then burials within the city were just outlawed. For fun.
0: So where do you get buried now?
1: I would assume that the cemeteries are outside of the actual like downtown city area
0: you're saying they just eat your body wherever like they go to the city limit and just like shot put a corpse <laughs> and then wherever it lands are like dig a hole <laughs> yes that's exactly that's what that's it saying. there's mm-hmm. a river there's actually a corpse river in vienna fun fact
1: that would make sense this one is cool short but sweet uh the school tower of Nis or niz i don't really know how to pronounce it it's serbian we are going to Serbia. Get that...
0: Putting my Adidas back on. on. <laughs> In 1809,
1: Ottoman soldiers attacked Serbian rebels. And they were... The, the rebels were defeated. So the Ottoman... Whoever was leading the Ottoman soldiers said, I want all of the rebel skulls to be built into a tower on the side of the battle.
0: Not so metal. <laughs> so they just were like... Here's a layer of bricks, a layer of concrete,
1: a layer
0: of skulls. It's
1: basically, the pictures made it look like just mortar with the skulls embedded in
0: it. That's so metal.
1: And at the time, when it was first built, there were 952 skulls. It was 15 feet high, but today, there's only about 58 skulls left. Well, as of 2013, there are only 58 skulls left. So, I don't really know what happened to them. I imagine a lot of them were stolen by... Weird people, yeah. rude people.
0: And then, like, weather happens too because yeah. mortar's, like, not that strong. Yeah.
1: The tower is seen as a symbol of Serbian
0: independence. And just real cool shit. Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah.
1: It's kind of like a battle monument as well as. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, we're going back to Italy. Sicily, this Love time. Italy. Yeah,
0: this time of year it's, it's wonderful. We're going
1: to Palermo, mm. the Capuchin Monastery. Obviously. The monastery grew its original cemetery in the 16th century, and the monks decided they were going to build a crypt below. So they started to do that. It was finished in 1599, and instead of just putting skeletons down there, they put they made mummies and put them down there. Which and the mummies are still down there today. Hmm. Um, they put one of their first, their recently deceased brothers, mummified him. They made racks. And let the bodies dry out on the racks, and then they had different places where they would arrange them. I don't have a lot of information about that one, but it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a cool weird thing that has happened in history. I love it.
1: We're going back to Austria.
0: Love Austria as well.
1: I don't know. I could have made this more travel efficient by going to Italy, then Austria, and then to Serbia mm. instead of having to go back to Italy. And I then... like
0: this way. I like to mix up my methods of travel. So I, right, cool. I like to think I went by plane.
1: And then a train. Yeah,
0: exactly. And then, and then, then an automobile. Sure. No, mm-hmm. planes, train, automobile. Okay, yeah, all right. Obviously. All right. I'd see my, my good friend Arnold on the way this sure. time.
1: Sure, 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 sure. So, yeah, we're in Hallstatt, Austria. The Hallstatt charnel house. In the 1700s, the church began digging up the dead, after they were only buried for about 10 to 15 years, because again, they were running out of room. So they let their bones bleach in the sun, and then they just stacked them by family. But this one's really cool, I want to go here, because in the 1720s, they started taking the skulls and painting on them, like birth and death dates, and they had symbolic decorations, like laurels were for valor, and roses were for love. And in the 1700s, they were kind of darker garlands, and then in the 1800s, they became more floral and brighter colors, which I think is just really cool.
0: Do they still do that?
1: I don't think so. I think there was a woman who got her skeleton interred there in the 90s by very special request, Mm -hmm. but otherwise, no.
0: I think that's cool, but also, I don't know, like... I think I'd want flowers painted on my skull when I died. And, like, my birth and death dates would be, like, April 21st, 1994. You all owe me birthday presents now. You heard what my birthday was. Uh, And then the death day is, like, what's today? Like, the 29th? It is
1: July... January. July
0: 29th. Yeah, and then death day, like, July, like, 30th, 2019. And then people are just like, oh, cool. Like, well, he loved candy and memes. So there's just, like that boy painted on my skull and, like, a, like also a bunch of flowers and stuff. But then, could you imagine if, like, your like soul leaves your body and you're looking down at yourself and you're like, oh, I did this. Like, these are my spheres of influence. These are the things I did. This has been my life. This is my legacy. And then there's just, like, a wiener painted on your skull by your best friend because they're like, this guy sucked. And it like,
1: just says, suck it. Yeah,
0: like, I don't know how I'd feel about that. And I feel like... That is something that even happened in like the 16, 1800s. People oh, had yeah. best friends that were like, "This guy sucked," but he they was my best friend.
1: Found graffiti in Pompeii in mm. ancient, all kinds of ancient Roman sites, uh, caves, old ass caves.
0: Mm-hmm. old ass caves. Old ass <laughs> caves. Old ass <laughs> caves. Yeah, that's where they saved the butt bones yep. specifically um, and put mm-hmm. them in mm-hmm. also burial heaps. Sure. So when when you say they also like buried them by family. Was there a hole, and your family's just all in that hole?
1: It was more... Some of the catacombs I write about had different caverns. Your stack of bones were just based on your status. hmm I can't remember which one of these it was. One of them had all these different rooms, and to be put in this room meant you were of the church, or of this certain status, or of this profession, and then this one was for virgins... And then this one was for children, which I'm not sure why those two don't intersect, but
0: whatever. Or
1: why certain people of the church don't intersect with virgins, or...
0: You have to choose, or they choose which one meant more to you. Or do you
1: get, if you're a virgin but you're also a doctor, like, which one do you go into? (laughs) I don't, but anyway, yeah, so they had different professions and different classes and, yeah. Which is interesting. I don't, yeah. I wish I knew how they picked
0: Maybe it was, like, uh, do you know how currently you can have dog tags or tattoos that say, like, do not resuscitate? Yeah. Maybe it was that, but it was, like, don't put me in the virgin cave.
1: I don't want anyone to know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then you just, like have, you, like, have a $20 bill taped on the inside, too. <laughs> so, or your wallet is, like, I'm an organ donor. And then there's, like hundred like whatever units of currency you have and it's like dude please just slide me into the doctor cave like that's all i want like i want my friends to think i was cool now that i'm dead because they know i wasn't cool when i was alive
1: so the next one is one of my favorites
0: of course you have a favorite
1: of course it's also in england yep uh it's called the sick bride's charnel house which is in london it is the eighth church to occupy the site on which it sits is on fleet street
0: that means nothing is that where fleetwood mac started
1: no that's where sweeney todd was the oh demon yeah the barbara Barber fleet, fleet street, street.
0: the demon barbara fleet street i'm so yeah, disappointed I in I rem- you right rem- now i remembered
1: i'm so disappointed
0: i'm just more occupied with fleetwood mac at any given time
1: well that time i grew up in, in england was fleetwood so i'm not lying to you
0: so you're also a I, huge fleetwood I, mac fan I am by fleetwood default mac. You are Fleetwood Mac, by default, yeah.
1: Don't I look just like Stevie Nicks?
0: You look like an entire group of people that are making a, a unified sound.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Eighth Church occupied the site on Fleet Street. Sweeney Todd was there the whole time.
0: Fleet Street.
1: The first church was built there in the 6th century. St. Brides was built in the 18th century, I think, uh, by Christopher Wren, who is the same person who designed... Uh, saint paul's which is the big cathedral mm. in london yeah mm-hmm. it was built on top of seven previous churches including their crypts and then there's also two medieval charnel houses down there 1854 another cholera epidemic Saw <laughs> so, so much cholera saw so, uh, the last inhabitants enter be interred into the the uh crypts after the growing pile of bodies worried parliament that the disease was going to spread if they kept piling them on top of each other. Mm -hmm. And so they ordered the crypts to be closed in all of London, not just these ones. Whoa. And so it was sealed and forgotten about until the 40s, when the church was hit during the, the London Blitz. In 1953, rebuilding efforts uncovered the burial chambers when they were, you know, excavating out all the rubble and everything to build a new church, which I assume is the one that's there now.
0: I also uh like thinking slightly abstractly, so I actually know about the London Blitz, which is a surprise not only to that me, but it should so be a surprise Yes, yeah, Right? No, I I love world history. But could you explain what the London Blitz is to people that may not Why
1: know? Why
0: don't you explain it to them? So, uh so you all may be familiar with the term carpet bombing, which is when there's a lot of bombs, like a carpet or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, the London Blitz was just when London got hit by a ton of bombs in the war. Uh, So it destroyed a bunch of, like, landmarks, and it, like, destroyed a bunch of homes, and it was one of the major events that, like, spurred retaliation from the Allies, so that's what the London Blitz is. Cool. Yeah.
1: Fun fact, my, the school that I went to in England, it's, like, a private boarding school, the fire alarm used is the air raid siren, and it is terrifying. (laughs) Hmm. Terrifying.
0: Can you imitate that sound for (laughs) me? (laughs)
1: No, I don't think my I don't think I have the vocal range to imitate that sound. Okay, cool. you do it.
0: No, it, it'll <laughs> shatter the mic. Oh, okay. honestly, I've been practicing it's It's oh, okay.
1: Count sounds like a tornado siren, but worse. There were 227 individually identified remains from the, the charnel houses, and then an additional 7,000 remains were removed from the cemetery to make room for more burials. Hmm. So yeah,
0: they didn't just want to throw them into corpse rivers like like our boys in other other countries.
1: England has some,
0: some refined tact. class, yeah, sure. you know. <laughs> oh, we can't <laughs> merely throw our corpses
1: How do you across I am us. the way I am. <laughs>
0: Yeah, of course. As
1: I drink my champagne, hi, Tinklebug.
0: Hey, chunk. Georgia has actually thrown more corpses than anyone else in this room. Fun fact. Yeah. Mhm.
1: Mhm. I do have several bones on my balcony right
0: now. She does. And
1: actually, in this room, yeah, I have an entire cat skeleton in this room. Yeah,
0: I know. So we. His actually-
1: name's Cat Skellington.
0: I love and hate that. Wow. <laughs> So uh, we've actually considered doing room tours as bonus content. So
1: room tours. Yeah, oh, have ev- we?
0: Eventually, you will get to see like the recording spaces we have, as well as our cats and stuff like that. So just you all. Why may- don't we
1: just do apartment tours then? At that point.
0: I mean, yeah, pretty much. I
1: have four animals in this apartment right now. <laughs> Even <laughs> On- though only one of them is mine.
0: Only four animals. You weak. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. There are lots of lots of bones, uh, and lots of cats, lots of weird history. <laughs> And, like, real and fictional maps and, like, mm-hmm. locations everywhere. We're,
1: we're kind of big nerds.
0: We are huge nerds. <laughs>
1: Speaking of, I only just noticed yesterday that Hope's Twitter bio says that she's a follow-up boy diehard, and I just wanted to be, like, legit, is. like, represent.
0: Also, yes. uh, shout-out to my partner, Hope. Uh, she's the realist. Her email for, like, everything for a long time, so feel free to spam email her whatever you want, <laughs> was... Uh, Tardis to Asgard, so it's just like a <laughs> so literal many am- yeah just an amalgamation to everything and currently it i think her twitter handle and maybe everything is h birkenstock because she's heiress to the birkenstock fortune that's so the second f-
1: episode we talked about birkenstock that's now. true they, they are so
0: okay. <laughs> they're so old just like her so feel free <laughs> to spam spam hope with stuff whether it be like emo trivia nerd trivia Or just words of affirmation. Also,
1: she's the coolest because I was at Goblin Games buying several sets of dice the other day that I don't need, which I'll show you later. They're pretty. And that's when I got her message that she sent to us on Facebook about how she was like, I love it Mm -hmm. and I almost started crying because I was very overwhelmed.
0: <laughs> yeah, Georgia cries a lot. Me too. I don't
1: handle emotion well.
0: <laughs> she does not. Uh, Segway, if you enjoy the sultry sounds of our voices, in addition to the nerd content we talk about, we will be launching a and d campaign that you guys can listen into as well. It's
1: not D&D, it's Call of Cthulhu.
0: It is Call of Cthulhu. It's a D6-based system where we Ten. talk about eldritch horror and correct dices which are tens (laughs) and not sixes i'll be the dm so if that means anything to you uh this is an indication about how terrible it's gonna be it'll be fun so uh tune in as well for more information about that we'll have dates uh we'll have about three to four other people joining us and it should be a whole lot of fun so yeah uh tune in for more information about that yeah And we'll take pictures of our dice, because we both own too many pairs of dice. It's a problem.
1: Well, now I only have four sets. I don't think that's too many. There are people with hundreds of sets.
0: Yeah, those people also have a 401k. I don't. Yeah, okay, I don't either. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Last but not least, the Sedlec Ossuary, which is one of the things on the top of my bucket list to go visit. It's in the Czech Republic. It's also known as the Bone Church. There are between forty and 70,000 people that are laid to rest within the church. So many. About 10,000 of those were crusade casualties, and another 30,000 were plague victims. Most of the skeletons have been artistically arranged, which didn't happen until the 19th century, I think.
0: When you say artistically arranged...
1: There is a coat of arms made of bones on the walls from the schwarzenberg family coat of arms and that was a prominent family within the crusades
0: that's kind of sick but also like it's sick you know like that's so sweet (laughs) yeah but also who does that it's like oh here are my dad's bones let me throw them on the wall and make a fucking crest out of them there's
1: a massive chandelier that's made out of bones that's
0: so cool! It's got
1: pelvises and vertebrae and... Knee bones. Yep. Face bones. It's got everything arm bones. There. Um, there are four bell-shaped mounds that are... Th- they just didn't want them to be just piles of bones. Yeah. So... But they're the ones that aren't necessarily artistically arranged. Uh, the artist who made all of the bones into the pretty things wrote his... Like, he signed his name in bones on the wall on one of the walls
0: that's so cool Uh, yeah
1: i want to go there so bad
0: yeah i think on the flip side of what we talked about before like i would be maybe a little bit weirded out knowing that my bones would be drawn on when i died but i think this is something insane yeah like being able to say like i'm going to be art in the like purest like way you know
1: more okay with being architecture than being painted on yeah okay
0: hundred percent keep that in mind
1: which is funny, because, like, how many tattoos do you have? Uh, I feel like painting, or being painted on is kind of the same as getting a tattoo, kind of, like, an yeah. after a post-mortem tattoo.
0: But my bones also support my body, like, my frame, so you could say that I am currently architecture as well.
1: That's true, that's fair. And, like,
0: that served me pretty well. Yeah.
1: I dig that. Uh, yeah, so that was my top seven of the 31 different catacombs and ossuaries I read. There are tons more... Uh, there's a couple really cool lists that you can find just by Googling them if you want to read about more. But I'm not going to talk about them because there's a lot of information.
0: (laughs) Uh, what was your favorite part of today's episode? My cat. I agree, Luna (laughs) was a highlight.
1: Uh, My cat is my favorite part about everything. I was supposed to have a sleepover with my best friend the other night, and I ended up coming home at like 12.30. (laughs) Partly because I wanted to sleep in my own bed instead of on a couch. But mostly because I wanted to snuggle with my cat.
0: That's fair. She is, she is perfect. She's
1: super snuggable.
0: Well, and at this point, I would like to thank everybody for listening in to Broadcast from the Belfry. Remember, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Carrier Pigeon. Uh, like, literally any way you take information in, except MySpace space, by searching broadcast from the belfry in the search bar please leave a rate a like a subscribe whatever like a hateful message still gets us seen dudes like i don't care and it helps us a lot so thank you so very much
1: can i just say that i tried to log into my myspace yesterday i don't remember any of the info
0: that's sad it's sad that you don't remember your myspace information honestly
1: 15-year-old Georgia was in a very different place than 30-year-old Georgia.
0: (laughs) 15-year-old Sanjay was the same. He was just uglier, so I don't know.
1: (laughs) Anyway, stay spooky. I love you. Sluts. (laughs) (laughs) This is very backwards, and I don't know how I feel about it. I